As I hold my daughter here, she's about two and a half weeks old, I wonder, what should I tell her about life? What if she doesn't get to know her dad as a kid or an adult? Shouldn't I make a video for her to tell her whatever I would tell her? There's no guarantee that I may make it to a point where she remembers me. And so I feel today it's important to tell her what I'd really like to tell her. And then it's here in a video if she ever needs it or wants to watch it later. So what is it? I've been thinking a lot and <laughs> I didn't come up with much. What is there to tell her about life? I guess the best I could come up with is that you are life. You are life. You're an immortal spiritual being watching experiencing living a human existence you obviously were before you were born you chose to pick your body this body you're in right now right here you chose this and you won't leave until you choose to leave and go do something else and no matter what happens to me and your mom you're inseparable from us you're created out of our love and you're half me half her you're half your mom and half your dad you can't ever lose us because that's who this body at least is this body is half me and half your mom so you can't ever lose us our voices are both always inside of you all the time you just have to look for them i lost my dad's body from this earth last year and what I found is that dad's voice is still fully alive inside me. And dad's voice is inseparable from my voice. That dad's life is inseparable from my life. That to lose dad's body doesn't do anything in terms of my relationship with dad. Now practically I can't call dad on the phone anymore. But the irony is that without dad on this earth anymore to talk to in his own body, I'm more aware of his voice that's available to me all the time. His love that's always been there, that I was conceived in love, and that's been there through my whole life, and that was expressed in the form of birthday parties. And you'll never meet your grandfather, my dad, because he died before you were born. And still, you have his love and his voice in you because it's inseparable from my voice. If there's one purpose you can accomplish to your life, it's to feel the unity with all of life. To not feel separate from everyone and everything. Because looking at you as an infant right now, you often seem miserable in separation. You can feel only what you're feeling and it's miserable and you're alone and painful even if you're with me or your mom you're hurting and if you can ever wake up from that if you can ever be fully connected and some people would say if you can find God or to experience God I love the word God I think it's a great word it points to the connection with all of life it's a beautiful world and yet, it's your choice what kind of world it is. It's your attitude that creates the entire world. Now, the forms may 
be a certain thing like this computer in front of me. It has a certain look and color to it, and yet my attitude creates its entire existence. Your attitude towards life, it creates all of your life. And your attitude towards life ultimately is from how you feel about who you are. And now in the West, in this USA, we often create this false, this self that has a name. And we create this relationship with ourselves, this dichotomy, this separation within ourselves. And to be unified, for there to be no difference between you and yourself. The big I, the I am, and the I that must love myself to make no difference, to be fully who you are. An immortal spiritual being who's watched everything you can imagine already. You just don't remember it. I don't remember being born. And yet, I've been told it's happened a lot. I believe I was born. I do not remember being born, though. I believe I was born. And if I do not remember being born, what else don't I remember? Maybe I don't remember dying in the last body I was in. Probably a good thing. Maybe I don't remember other times I've been born. Maybe I don't remember all of eternity that's happened before. And it's nice. Of course, this sounds overwhelming because it's simple. There's just now. There's nothing but now. The past and the future are just ideas. Ideas that are created in the mind. They're not real. They're imaginary. Because there's one eternal moment, which is now, that we're all a part of. In fact, you can't watch this video anytime but now. Even though you're here, you're asleep, you can only watch this video now. And you won't ever remember this video being made. And yet, you clearly have been a part of this video. You're here right now. And this is for any of the other kids that come along too. Any other children who have not been born yet. Your brothers and sisters have not been born yet. And yet they obviously must exist somewhere already in order to come into the world. So when I make a video, what is the most important thing for me to say? It's to find and be who you are. To not get lost completely in the dream of form. The dream of Madeline Elizabeth Banfield. That that's all you are your driver's license or whatever you'll have when you get that old, and your ideas about who you are, that that's not all you are, that there's so much more. I've came through this through a lot of misery and suffering in my life. I've basically lived like an infant most of my life. And if you can find a way to live where you're in peace and in sync with everything faster than me, if you can have the peace and love and joy in life that I experience each day, if you can experience that any younger, then that's a miracle. That's progress. I've gotten to experience it a lot younger than my parents did. And my parents have had a lot better life than their parents did. And we're all trying to do better together as one collective human consciousness. We're all trying to do better. I look at myself as a worker drone. And see, even saying I look at myself, it's so tricky because language creates dichotomy. 
and yet there obviously is only one me. I look at the world through this body as a service drone. I'm here to be of use to you. I'm here to be of use to my other fellow human beings here. That's what I'm here for, service. I'm here to change your diapers right now. Well, maybe not this minute. I just changed a few earlier. Ew. And I'm here to help. I'm here to be useful for you. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. It's amazing. I have a friend. He's my sponsor. And he shows me that so clearly. He's here. He's alive to be of service, to be helpful, to be useful to people. I was hopeless. I was hopeless when I was 29 years old. I was lost. I was miserable. And yet I had a beautiful life. Your mother, thank God for her. God must have taken mercy on me and everyone in my life to bring the two of us together. And I, through pain and suffering, was forced to do better. Because I was getting so bad, I knew I wouldn't live through it if it got worse. And if bad things happen to you in life, it helps to share. It helps to tell someone about them. And it helps so much to tell someone about them. That's why life's so hard right now. Because you can't tell anyone when you have gas. All you could do is scream and cry and try. When you have gas or your leg hurts or you need to burp or puke or throw up or your diaper's wet or you're hungry, you don't know how to specify which one it is. And Bad things happen later in life, and yet what most of us do, we're quiet about them. We don't ever share them. We take things to our grave, and that builds this horrible idea of who we are. And when you share them, you'll find that everyone else has went through so many awful, shameful things of their own. And if you'll share yours, if you'll share the bad things that happen with you with a trusted friend, or a support group, or a therapist, or a priest, or whoever feels right. If you'll do the best you can each day, and you'll share the things that go wrong, the failures, the things you can't stand about yourself, if you'll share them with the honest look that, hey, I'd love some help with this. And if you'll open up and look and say, what is it other people are doing that's working for them? And getting old is not for sissies. When you see older people, they should garner great respect in you because getting old is tough. Anyone can be young and beautiful like you are. Anyone can do that. You have to go through a lot to get older. And the older you get, you keep having to go through more. People start dying on you. You build things that fall apart. And it happens over and over and over again. And for often you'll keep thinking it will be different somehow. This time it'll be different. This relationship will be different. And then it ends. This project, this job will be different. And then it ends. But getting old, you only do it one day at a time. And if you look at who you are at the deepest level, there is no age. You are as fully alive right now as me. There's no separation. There's no, you're better or worse. In fact, you teach me so much about living every day. Seeing you helped me to see that I lived most of my life more like you are living your life now than I'm living my life now. I lived most of my life 
like an infant with adult tools. My basic response when I didn't like something. Now, as an adult, that would be inside only. What you might get outside were some cuss words, mother, and all kinds of cuss words. And so today, if you can live beyond being an infant, you've achieved a miracle in your life. And I've had to ask for help. I've had to pray for help. I get down on my knees. I pray every morning. I ask God to keep me sober every morning because my entrance into the insanity occurs that way. That's the big entrance for me to go really lose myself. And so as long as I don't go there, everything else is easier. And I don't know what your cross will be. That's my cross. Jesus is hung up on his cross, and you can see it. If you can see your cross, it's a great blessing. If you can see the thing that puts you to sleep and takes you into resistance and takes you into separation and shame, if you can see it, it's a great gift. If you can't see it, that often can mean that you're doing all right. I shared my problems with my wife when we were first dating. She said, you know, I don't even know what problems I have because they're not that bad most of the time. That's a blessing. So you know your mother and I love you because you're here. And yet, I can't love your mother more. And I love your mom as much as I can love anything or anyone in life. I can't love her more than the higher power that created her. How could I love her more than that which created her? How could I love you more than I love that which created you? And I don't say that your mother and I created you. That's foolish. For better or worse, we tried lots of times to create you. You were a gift given when the time was right. And yet, you're not mine. I might say you're my daughter. You're not mine. You are fully You're an equal. We're here together. We're here as one. I look at it like your mother and I are one soul in two bodies. And that either body is to be directed to do the best for both bodies. And I look at you are with us in that one soul. You are proof, a product of our love. And our love is the same love that is in everything. Your love and our love is from the higher power. I like to call the higher power God for simplicity. There's lots of other good names for it. You could just call it love if whatever you want to. Your mother and I will do our best to protect you, to raise you right. And that's all we can do. You are like a new model of us. Your mother and I are 1984 models. You're a 2015 model. And when you look at the immortal soul that you are, it's like you've gotten a nice, fresh new body the way you might go buy a new car or a new computer or whatever they call a computer by the time you're watching this. I wrote a letter to my dad right before he passed to share how much his life meant to me and how much I loved him. So I've made this video to share how much I love you. And yet I can't love you any more than I can love that which has created you and all of us and all things and all people. 
And so I make this video for anyone who's watching it out of that same love that I have for you. I thank you for watching this. I pray that I remember that highest love in everything I do. The love that's brought you here, the love that's brought us here together, the love that saved my life. The love that's allowed me to be of service today instead of being a pain or being this body being dead. I'm thankful to be alive and I pray I remember and see the gratitude in all moments that I have, that I'm alive, that even if I'm in a bad mood or I'm a little depressed or something I don't like just happened, I still see the gratitude I have for being alive. And I pray that you have the same opportunities as me because ultimately I believe you are me. That just the same as I'm making this now, that someday I won't remember making this and I'll be watching it from your point of view. I won't remember having sat here and made this at the computer. I won't remember it. And yet deep down, I'll know for sure. I'll know that on some level, I did make this. On some level, there's no separation between those we love and ourselves. That we're all one. One heart and one love and one soul together. And that we forget and get lost sometimes. That if when we remember, life is great no matter what. So I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you for watching this. Thank you.